Hey, welcome to the H&HR podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Happy middle of January, Heidi. I love January, Heather. Well, yeah, it's birthday month. Birthday month for both of us. I know, which is our birthday month. So cool. Happy birthday. I feel like we should have had a party. We are having a party. No, I mean like for our listeners. Oh, an H&H birthday party. How about next year we do that? Oh, that's a good idea. We could invite first come, first serve, like the first, however many, you know, 21 people next year that respond will get invited to a birthday party for us. 21 people. That is a lot of people. It'll be 2021. Oh, true. So... We should do that. Oh, I'll, that's a fun idea. I'll put that on my reminder calendar for next year. Okay. All right. Let's do it. H&H birthday, birthday party. I think I just said a birthday bath. Birthday which would- <laughs> sounds awful Heather to me. hates the bath. I really so, wish that I loved the bath because it, in theory it sounds very relaxing, but I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Can't I'm do sort it. of there with you. My anxiety would be way, 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 way too high. Okay. So we digress. Welcome to the H&H Hour. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy you're here. If it's your first time listening, my name's Heidi. My sister is Heather. That's the H and H. We've been best friends for our whole lives, which is thirty-six four, years. Plus years. Yeah. Because you just turned thirty-six. No, I just turned thirty-seven. Thirty-seven years yeah. because you just turned thirty-seven. Yeah. So and your birthday's next it's th- later this week. Mm-hmm. So super fun. We're having a big fun birthday party in a couple days. Yes. And our people, some of our people are invited and there's like 35 people coming. It's going to be really fun. fun. Yeah. 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 So one of my best friends and she's one of your best friends too. uh, She has a January birthday also. Yes. And for years, and this really didn't even hit me until this month when we were planning this. She and I have gone out for dinner for January. I mean, I'm talking like probably 15 years we've been doing this. Well, because you've been friends for almost 20 years, right? Uh, yeah, 18, something okay. like that. So we've always just done it, the two of us. And we were together over New Year's and we were talking about it. We were like, should we invite spouses? And we we're like, yeah. And then we both like at the same time were, were said, well, hello, Heidi's birthday's January too. She needs to come. And then it just turned into, let's just invite everybody we know. Basically. So it's going to be fun. So we sort of are going to pack out one of our favorite local restaurants. Yes, we're taking it over. Shout out to Sid's in the Park. Yes. We love this restaurant. They have phenomenal food. Yes, they, they have do. great drinks. Mm-hmm. They have uh, one of the one of their servers that serves there. Her name is Jasmine. She's the sweetest server. She gives the best input on the menu. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny when you become friends with someone mm-hmm. that you don't anticipate being friends with. Right. I have a friend. Mm-hmm. And sits in the park. She's so sweet. Yep. So that's one of the things I really love about, I'm sure it happens in big cities too, because big cities are made up of neighborhoods and sure. so you frequent certain neighborhoods. Yeah. But that's one of the things I love about our city is that it's small enough that we go to the same places all the time and you mm-hmm. get to know people. Right. And I love going into our different restaurants and seeing this and they know. Like, it's pretty funny because they'll just start bringing us food. Yeah. Because they know we're going to order it before <laughs> our favorite Mexican restaurant. Yeah. In Peoria is jalapenos. And yeah. they literally bring the sauce that Chris likes to the table when they see us walk in. Yeah, I love that. Okay. So I just had a fun idea and I'm going to talk out loud on the mic here. Okay. Um, we should start interviewing some of our favorite people from our favorite places. Oh, so that's like great. The idea. owner from jalapenos and 
wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Kind of a fun series to just interview some of the voices of Peoria of people we love. That's a great idea. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do that. Okay. So all of that birthday talk <laughs> to say, I know everybody is talking about this, but I think it's worth talking about because it doesn't come around that often. It only comes around once every 10 years, Yeah, but it's a new decade. Crazy. And I thought it would be fun for us to talk about um, kind of, we've already talked about what we're looking forward to this year. Right. Um, but let's talk a little bit about how we've grown okay. in the last decade. Oh, I love that. So the last 10 years. Yep. I love that. And maybe some advice um, for ourselves mm-hmm. for the next 10 years. Okay. And then some advice for other people who are listening about the growth that we've had in the past 10 years. Because if you think about 10 years is a big difference. So I look at my daughter. She's 10 right now. Right. In another decade, she'll be 20. You know, and so like that's a huge amount of change. Right. It's a huge milestone. And I think that as adults, um, we might not change as much physically. Right. But I do think that a decade is a lot of change for anyone, no matter the age. Yeah. Psychologically, spiritually, mentally, physically, even. Right. Um, Yeah. I I think the experiences. Definitely. Yes. The experiences that you've had in those last 10 years. So I thought it would be kind of fun to go back and look at what, where we both were 10 years ago, but then also talk about um, some of the lessons that we learned over the last 10 years. I love it. Okay. So you're springing this on me, um, but I'm fine with that. Okay. Well, are you, do you want to start? No, I want you to start. Okay. All right. I'll start. Okay. So 2010, um, I had two kids. Yes. So I would have been- How old were your kids? Let's see. Well, um, Jules would have been one. Okay. And Bennett would have been four. So I had a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah. So I was in the littles mode. Yep. Mom of littles. And it looked like um, I still stayed at home with them. Mm -hmm. And I really was still, I was in full-time ministry. I wasn't paid for it, but I was in charge of a pretty big part of the church that we were in at the time that we helped start um, 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Uh, So my role, it, it changed back and forth, but in that day it was, I was in charge of all the production. And you were on so, the leadership team. And I was on the leadership church. team. So I was in charge of all the production and all the worship. Yeah. So anything that had to do, I didn't stand up and sing. Well, I did that one time. It was a terrible <laughs> idea, but I will never do that again. Um, hey, you had a whatever it takes mentality and it's okay. That's for another day. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I facilitated everything that happened on that stage and production was a pretty big deal at this church. And so it entailed a lot. It entailed weekly production meetings where we would plan everything and I would line everything up. And it, and I mean, there were, I remember one night going in for our Christmas production and having myself to set the lighting. Mm. So like every scene was a different lighting set and I would have to set that and program it all. And I didn't know what I was doing. I just was trying to figure it out and do the best that I could do. Sure. Um, so it it was it was a great season. I loved my kids being little. I remember in those days I would um we would all take naps every day. Mm. You know, and so we would pretty much shut the world out for two or three hours a day. Yeah. We'd all crawl into our beds. I'd turn off my phone. Mm-hmm. My phone would blow up while yeah. I was in bed because of my ministry job that I had. Yeah. Um and it was just wonderful. It was wonderful to be able to shut the world out for a few hours every day and know I had that reprieve. It was sure. honestly my reprieve in yeah. those days. It was your space. Yeah. It was, but it looked like uh, we didn't have Chick-fil-A in town yet. Yeah. So it looked like um, 
going to find indoor play spaces for my kids. Yeah. It looked like, uh, I don't know. You know, they were really sweet years. They were really sweet years. I remember in those years you hosted a ton of young um, we did. Let's see how old young adults. Young adults, yeah. They yeah. would have been very, very young twenties. Yeah. Um I mean I was back- young. I was I would have been thirty one. Right. But you were pouring into the gen- to mm-hmm. the those that were a decade younger than you. Yep. And having patio nights and yes. I mean, we did that a lot. We did on your back your little tiny back. We did. Patio. What did we call those? Um I can't remember right now. It's a tradition. Me. Tradition. Yeah. We called it tradition. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of young couples, yeah, yeah. lot a lot of singles in our home mm-hmm. and they were really good years. I loved them so much. They were tiring. I remember yeah. being really tired, you know, but having littles makes you tired. Can I interject? So yeah. I remember part of um, kind of watching you because I didn't have kids yet. And so right. I was, you know, we were obviously best friends, but I was not in your season of, right. I was in your season of ministry, but not parenting. Right. And I remember watching you. And the thing that I look back, I didn't recognize this at the time because mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. But now I know it's a thing that a lot of people disqualify themselves from things like hosting mm-hmm. because of the size of their home yeah. or the size of their budget or the size of their kitchen. That's right. And yet you lived in this tiny, tiny, I have no idea the square footage. It was 1,100 square feet. 1,100 square mm-hmm. feet home with a tiny kitchen, Yeah. not even a dining room, Nope. a tiny patio mm-hmm. and a very tiny yard. And you had this revolving door of people in your home mm-hmm. and your home was one of the favorite places for mm-hmm. the people of our church to be. Yeah. And everyone knew like, if you need loved and you need a good food night, like Go to Heather's house. Yeah. And, if and, you need, and Chris. Yeah. And, and if you need a place where you can be real yeah, and let down your hair. Yeah. And so I just remember now looking back, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. So many people would have disqualified themselves because mm-hmm. of the space of their home or the lack of space or yeah. the, the lack of perfection. Like mm-hmm. you had one tiny bathroom, you know, right? a lot of people would have gone, oh, when I have a better house or a bigger house or a or more don't perfect have littles, house, then mm-hmm. I will serve and love and but I think that helped lay such a great foundation mm-hmm. for why God is using you today yeah. over a decade later yeah. for what you're doing now. Do you remember how we did, how we ate? Um, well, you had a high top table for four, but I feel like some of us sat on the couch. Yeah. So we would take the pillows from the couch and, and put them on our lap yeah. and put a, uh, put a tea towel, yes. hand towel over the pillow and put our That's plate. right. And we would like teach people how to do that. And yes. they knew. And it was yeah. so fun. Once they had come a few times, they were comfortable and they just knew, go get a hand towel out of the drawer and put it on your pillow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Good memories. In fact, it's, it's really cool because one of our very best friends now, he's the worship director at our church. And in that season, he was in that he was single and he was dating and he had fallen in love with this girl and uh, they broke up and he was devastated. And yeah. we laugh about it now because I remember so clearly him coming and standing in my tiny little kitchen, sobbing yeah. his heart out. And Chris and I just loving him and yeah. encouraging him. And, you know, that they're married now with two littles. They're amazing. <laughs> and they're they're just they're doing amazing things for the Lord. Yeah. I'm so proud of them. But it's just fun to look back 10 years is such so much has changed yeah um the other thing that I think about 10 years ago is my daughter Jules was one year old and she was difficult and I tell her this it's not something she doesn't know she was just a strong-willed 
child and mm-hmm. she required a lot of discipline and a lot of consistency. And I remember there were moments where I'm like, I'm not going to survive this. Mm. I'm not going to survive her growing up. Yeah. And thankfully, because of our consistency and discipline, and we can talk about that later more on another episode, which I think we're going to, but yeah. she is so obedient and wonderful and beautiful and kind and loving. And so I look at her and I'm like, oh, I miss you being a little cute, spunky girl, but I'm so glad we're not there. (laughs) Well, you're reaping the benefits of your willingness to do the hard work. Yeah. So, so I guess that's, that's pretty much, that's a good overview of the last a decade ago of my life. You know, I have to laugh because a few days ago we were on a sister text message with our sisters. And um, one of them, we were talking about having attended a conference together five years ago in Texas. And the fact that this coming year is the five-year anniversary of that conference. And we were discussing that. And one of us said something about, oh, I cannot believe it's been five years. And then our third age, Holly, said, I can believe it's been five years. She said, I have graduated college, gotten married, had a baby, and helped start a church. And You know, she's like, I can totally believe that it's been five years because of all of these huge milestones. Yeah. And I thought, what interesting perspective to go here. You know, one of us in the same conversation can go, wow, that's flown by. I cannot believe it's been five. And then the other one goes, the most important milestones of my life have happened in the last last five five years. years. Yeah. And so it, it really hit me to go, don't ever devalue or underestimate the importance of someone's season. Right. in their life and where their, someone else is at their five years mm-hmm. because for Holly it's been the most dramatic change-filled season in the last five years yeah and her most the things she will most remember in yeah. life were accomplished in the last five years yeah so it well, was just and, kind of a cool thought and you probably will say that about your decade yeah for sure I mean because 10 years ago you didn't have kids I didn't so 10 years ago I'm trying to think here I've got a Okay. So 10 years ago, I was in a super dark place to be really honest. I was going through my second miscarriage of our first two children. And um, to be super honest, I think we've talked about this. So if not, you were really the first person close to me Mm -hmm. that had gone through miscarriage. And you know, I think it's something that doesn't really get talked about too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it does more now. It does but it now. didn't then. A Ten decade years ago, ago it did no. Not. And so, I mean, I knew kind of in my mind that a couple of my aunts had maybe walked through that, but it was never really a conversation piece. Right. Um, it People were definitely not podcasting about it. No. <laughs> so I remember you walking through your first one mm-hmm. and it, it hit me really super hard. Mm-hmm. I remember calling my mom. Mm-hmm. I remember calling our mom. And breaking down mm-hmm. and feeling like it wasn't fair. Because mm-hmm. um, at the time, you were a kid's pastor mm-hmm. and you were loving on people and all you were doing was loving people and serving yeah. them. Yeah. And your baby was our first baby in yeah. the family. Yeah. And we were all so looking forward yeah, to it. Was such a celebration. So I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I remember it really marking me. Mm-hmm. And then watching the Lord walk you through two children mm-hmm. being healthy pregnancies, born healthy, and just seeing the Lord's redemption yeah. and the fact that he was so good and so gracious yep. to walk us through that darkness and then to bring us into the light. Right. 
And then to walk through it myself, Mm -hmm. Kip and I walked through it two times. And at the end of the second one, I was in a really dark place. Sure. Feeling honestly pretty depressed and discouraged and knowing that my heavenly father was so good, Mm -hmm. but also just being really discouraged. Well, and I don't know if you remember this. I'm sure you do, but I can remember at the end of that second miscarriage as you were going through it and you looked at me and you said, I don't think I can go through this again. Yeah. I'm not sure it's even worth trying. Yeah. Because of the darkness that you felt, which is understandable. Well, and it, you know, it feels hopeless at that point. You're like, if this is the only result, how many times do I have to do this? If it's only pain, why would I do this? Right. So, and I honestly, I remember our specialist telling us, you need to wait at least six months Mm -hmm. and just let your body fully heal. And then we'll meet again and we'll reevaluate. <laughs> I love this story. And, you know, it's just the fact that only God can mm-hmm. write your story yeah. the way he wants to. Um, and six weeks later, we found out that we were pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling pretty embarrassed mm-hmm. to call my specialist and be like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, but <laughs> but how is this even possible? Right. Um, and basically he was like, you know, he's, he was a believer. He is a believer. He's retired now, but he said, God just has a way of doing things with the body that we can't explain. He said, you know, technically you shouldn't even, you shouldn't even be cycling yet. Right. And he looked at all my charting and he's like, you're, you're like running a 14 day cycle. So there's no way you could have even tracked or, you know, so it was just this weird kind of like miracle. Yeah. And that's our firstborn. Yeah. That's our Crosley. Yep. And so, Honestly, 10 years ago holds a lot of like deep emotion for Mm -hmm. me of like going, God is so for me yeah, and God sees me and he loves me and he's going to walk me through tenderly. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, our son was born and so he's eight and a half. And so we walked through really hard things medically with him for the first six months of his life and almost lost him. But I think my overwhelming feeling through, if we're talking 10 years ago, was the fact that Jesus loved me so deeply. Mm. And Kip was so strong and so solid to walk us through such really kind of some dark things. Mm-hmm. And um, then now in the last five years, five mm-hmm. and a half years, we've added Wilder, who is just, man, he holds like such a significant part of my heart. He is just such a sweet incredible little boy not just your heart many people's hearts i'm pretty sure that all three of the other people in my family and myself would give him anything he wanted (laughs) so we were doing family pictures like with the whole bennett crew which is our family yeah uh what two years ago a year and a half ago like that yeah and so we got to the part to do the individual families you know we'd done the whole crew and the cousins and the grandparents and we're doing individual families and your family gets up to take a photo and Wilder, we call him Bubby. Bubby just walks right up and gets in the photo. I know. Like as if he belongs to your family. I know. <laughs> it's one of my favorite pictures of all times. Like I'm going to blow it up and put it on my wall. It cracked to this day when I see it, I just crack up because in his little mind, it made perfect sense that he should be in the Taves family photo. Yeah. Yeah. He's so he's amazing. And then you had your little Collins girl. And then, again, I'll just never forget, like, God just knows the perfect timing for your children. Mm -hmm. Because I had this very overwhelming feeling. Oh, man, I feel like we're supposed to have a third in a few years. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was even mentally processing the fact that I was going to wait to discuss this with Kip a while because I didn't want to shock him because we had an, a young child. Uh, a baby. We had a baby. Yeah. And um, the next day I found out I was pregnant and we were actually going on a homeschool field trip with you and a ton of other families. And I had just found out the hour before that. And I was like freaking out internally that I couldn't <laughs> tell you because we had 40 other women around us. But and, you hadn't told Kip yet. Either. And I hadn't told Kip right. yet. Right. So it was this whole weird thing. And um, that's our daughter Collins. I remember so. you telling us. <laughs> because Wilder was how old? When you little. They're, so they're 20, less than one. They're 20 months apart. Yeah. So he was little. He was little. <laughs> and I remember you handing me the pregnancy test and I literally was speechless. I had zero words. I've literally never seen your face look like that. <laughs> it was so funny. It's all good now. I was like halfway. Was a little terrifying. I was like, do I cry or laugh? I don't know. Um, but now even just like, to be honest, an hour ago, I was falling asleep with her, letting her fall asleep in my bed because she wasn't feeling great. And I just looked at her and I had this thought, like, I cannot imagine if God didn't know I needed her. Because mm-hmm. in my time frame, she wouldn't have been here. Right. You know. Right. And but- she is the exact replica of you. Like, she is so your little tiny mini me. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. We were looking at photos the other day. And it was of you a little bit older than her, but we had those mushroom cuts yes. you know, in the 80s that yes. were in style. Where the full on like, bang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they kind of look like helmets on our heads. <laughs> but my son was like, oh, my goodness, it looks like Collins with a helmet on. <laughs> so on my birthday, you posted a photo of us as little girls. And I got, I reposted you. And I got, I mean, countless responses yeah. saying, this it's is Collins. Yeah. And then, and most people thought Wilder, too. Probably because they, it was the age of that they are now. Right. Like their little chubby faces and so fun. So, but anyway, and then in that time frame, we um, have gotten to start a church, which we love over the last decade, yeah, so five years ago. Um, and so, yeah, I think of the last decade of my life, walking through two miscarriages, walking through the live births of my three children, mm-hmm. walking through starting a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've moved a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um you were diagnosed we, with I was diagnosed Hashimoto's. yeah with mm-hmm. an autoimmune disease mm-hmm. so that's been a whole huge journey mm-hmm. um so it doesn't feel like that long but it feels like a ton has been packed mm-hmm. into it yeah um and so but oh, my overwhelming theme is that Jesus is so good to me yeah that's so good that's my overwhelming thought that's so good and it's crazy how much changes in 10 years so much i mean your life completely, completely changed. Well, and I'll be super honest. I at twenty seven, I thought I was pretty mature, and I I was pretty mature. Yeah. But I think growing up in a big family and and the roles we played, like we did have to grow up fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Not that that was a bad thing. Um, but I remember thinking like I'm very mature. I'd held some important jobs and big responsibilities, and yet now ten years later, I'm feeling like I perhaps wasn't quite as mature as I thought I was. <laughs> I think you were. I think you just, as so. you age and as you walk through life experiences, you just gain so much wisdom and understanding yeah. and never to, never to devalue what right. someone 10 years older than you right. 
understands and, and can comprehend because they've had those 10 years or yeah. 20 years or 30 years of yeah. experience. It's, it's a really good lesson for us to not, um, devalue anyone in their season of life, right. whether they're yeah. in their twenties or in their thirties or in their forties. When I look at my last decade, the amount that I've grown personally is ginormous. Yeah. Like it is just so much. And understanding who I am Mm -hmm. and understanding my faults Mm -hmm. and what I need to lay at the feet of Jesus and ask him to change in me and understanding people Mm -hmm. and how I function with people. Um, it's just, I look at 30 year old Heather and I look at 40 year old Heather and I think they're the same person, but they're also so different, right? They're so different. And a lot of that just comes with, being willing to let the Lord prune me of mm-hmm. things that I needed and and experiences walking through those things. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a good decade. It has been a great decade. And I cannot believe that your 40th birthday party was a year ago already. I know. I mean, I feel like we just podcasted about it. I know. So time really does fly. Yes, it does. It really does. Okay. So that was just kind of a fun look back. I hope that you've taken time to reflect on your last 10 years Mm -hmm. and think about what the Lord has done and celebrate. And maybe you've never written them down, but write some of those things down. Write what the Lord did in the last decade and write um, the things that you've grown in. I think that's really helpful. Um, maybe not to everyone, but to a lot, a lot of people, it helps Mm -hmm. to write things down Mm -hmm. and, and, and sit in for a moment and acknowledge what he's done in your life. And if you can't come up with anything, make it a goal for this next decade to say, Lord, what I'm going to pay more attention to Mm -hmm. what it is that you want to work out of me and and how you want to work through me. Because it really, when you stop and take the time to do that, you will see, you will see the things that he's done in your life. I read something the other day that I actually felt like was for me, but I feel I'm sensing that it's for someone listening. Hmm. Um, So I was reading this word that was given uh, from a pastor and I believe it was a prophetic word. And two of the things he said in that word uh, just jumped out at me. And one of them said, um, this year you will experience full healing. Mm. And I thought, okay, well, thank you, Lord. I'm going to receive that. Yeah. Um, you know, because I've been walking this journey towards health. And the second thing he said is in a year from now, you will look back and be amazed at what the Lord has done in your life. Mm. And I feel like that second portion specifically is for somebody that someone listening, that a year from now, you're going to look back and be amazed at what the Lord has done in your Mm. life. So late January, 2021, you're going to be just astonished at what God has done in your life. And so maybe you need to write that down. Yeah. I have a really sweet friend who is really diligent about writing down her prayers Mm. and for herself and her family and for others. And she just texted me a picture the other day of a prayer, a huge prayer in her life that was answered. Mm. And it was that she would, her family would find a church that fit them. Mm. And then she showed me in her journal that she'd written out that prayer request and then the date that it was answered. Mm. And it was one year ago yesterday. Wow. And it ended up being our church, Church 214. Wow. So cool. That God placed her in. That's awesome. So I just think the importance, had she not written that down, yeah, she might have forgotten that that was an answered prayer. Yeah. She might have just thought like, oh yeah, we found a church. But now she can look and go, that was the goodness of God in my life. Yes. That he brought me this answer and she's got a date to remind herself of his goodness. That's and so amazing. I just think those are such important things is to uh, 
dialogue with the Lord, but to write down what you're sensing and feeling and yeah. praying so that you know it was him when That's it happens. Because right, you can look back and you can Because our him. minds forget. Yeah. We forget that we prayed it. Yep. And then we forget to give him the glory. That so there, it was answered. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's so. like looking back at your last decade, your prayers were answered. Right. You have these three beautiful children and I'm right. looking out our window right now and I see our kids. Yeah outside taking their hockey sticks back to my backyard because there's a tiny little patch of ice (laughs) that they're hoping to play hockey on. Yes. The dream would be to have a huge piece of ice someday in our backyard. Um, But what a cool picture, you know, of 10 years ago, your kids weren't here and mine were too little to go do that. That's right. But now they're all out there together. So it's fun. It's fun to look back and to celebrate. I think it's always important to look back and celebrate, not look back in um, guilt or shame or regret. Mm -hmm. There's nothing good is going to come from regret. Right. Right. Look back and celebrate the goodness of God and and the things that have happened in your life. And it doesn't mean that you are ignoring the fact that there were some hard things. It means that you're celebrating the things that God did. Yeah. So good. Well, thank you so much for listening. We are so glad that you do. You know, Heidi, the best way for people to hear about this podcast is when other people share it. Right. Because we can only tell so many people. We only know so many people. And we really believe that the words that God gives us every single week are for people's encouragement. The Bible is full about encouraging one another and building each other up. And that's our goal is to encourage one another, point people to Jesus and build each other up. And so if people share this, it just blesses us so much Mm -hmm. and it helps someone find it and click on it. And we just had someone say to us the other day, I cannot believe it took me so long to find you guys. And that's so sweet and it blesses us, but we, that happens because people are willing to share this. Yeah. So if you've listened and it's encouraged you, would you just do us a favor? Would you share it? Would you share it on your social media? Mm-hmm. Or would you share it with a person, with a friend and say, hey, I think you'd really like the message that these girls bring. And that would bless us immensely. So much. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll chat with you next time.